Hi, I'm about to share with you something, well, very, very different. Of course, that's maybe normal for me. So if you've been hanging out for a while, you know that um, I'm engaged in a continual experiment for the last two years, which involves going month by month, season by season, as it corresponds to different parts of the family tree, glands, organs, body systems. Yeah, it's a lot to consider that all of time is laid out in somewhat of a perfect sequence. I'm looking for how to unify the patterns of the experiences of feelings in each month as it relates to something inside me that will enable me to become healthier, more awake, more sensitive, more loving, and ultimately to have a better relationship to God. That's what the system's about. Starting on the equinox, this upcoming Northern Hemisphere spring equinox, uh, it's the beginning of the third year. Now, each year to me has a different effect. One of those effects is on the third year, it is, well, more three-dimensional, and it's related to the liver, pancreatic, social phenomenon, physicality, and embodiment function. So the goal is, is to unify the past two years, month by month, season by season, and then both sides of the family tree, and try to access, feel, experience, or recover those things from my family tree that might be useful in some way to my health, my well-being, my happiness, my consciousness, how to increase my capacity to feel. That's really what it's about. Now, I'm about to share with you one of my original experiences that showed me fragments of my own existence. It was not an easy experience. Now, there's no claim to perfection in this. I'm not telling you it's the right thing to do, because believe me, I'm not even sure, but I'm going to explain to you my process and let you decide what works for you and what doesn't. Because in this process, back in my early 30s, 40 years ago, over 40 years ago, I was very interested in accessing, like I am now, the hidden parts of my own self by increasing my attention into my mother's side of the family. And the reason for doing that is the mother's side holds a lot of the sacred information about my genetics, the history of my emotions, my family tree, and so on and so on. So the goal was is to access more of the feminine. In order to facilitate that, I used the image of the moon for a significant period of time, for like a year. So in the process of doing this, I was meditating on a full moon. One night when I was meditating on the moon, I had a, well, 
a visionary experience, but I can't say that the vision is correct. I'm just sharing it with you, where I found myself going up to the moon and right at the midline around the back side of the moon, the dark side of the moon. Now, as I went around the moon, I saw a small, tiny, tiny little half dim light, no bigger than a, almost like a pinpoint, but it reminded me of a pearl. As I moved toward this pearl, I realized that it was a memory that my mother had about her mother. Wow, that's interesting. I have my mother's memories inside me of her own childhood, where her mother died in childbirth when my mother was five, and my mother had no memories of her own mother, but there was the memory my mother had of her mother. As I went a little further, I noticed there were more. And then one of them was my mother's mother's memory about her mother. I go, wow, all of these other memories that my grandmothers had were somehow stored in these micro fine little particles. Sometimes I would call them a fragment. Sometimes they were a little tiny bubble because they were like a jewel flower thing. And then as I kept moving forward, wanting to gather these in. Now, the reason for gathering them in is that each and every one of them not only had an emotional little memory, it had part of the life force that was really part of my own soul's capacity to be authentic, healthy, fully alive. Now, as I went further into this, these what I eventually called pearls behind the moon, these fragmented pieces of me began to reveal themselves and there were thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of fragments. These fragments were in some ways the fragments of innocence of how each one of my ancestors fragmented something in their childhood and all of my ancestors, the roots of my family tree, were fragmented pieces of innocence they lost in their own childhood inside me, but somehow they were also responsible for transmitting to me the essences of these unresolved emotional patterns and that somehow it was my opportunity, right, duty to consolidate these fragmented parts of me that are somehow related to my roots and family tree. Whew. Yes, epigenetic crystallized memories. Now, I'm not sure that epigenetics or genetics has all the memories because I'm not even sure all of the memories that we've forgotten about our childhood or any other stage of life is actually stored in the genetics. I think many things that we have become depleted of or loss of 
the memories of doubts are actually stored in the soul far more than are stored in genetics. So if I want to be a more fully awake, alive, healthy, growing, loving soul, I need to develop a sincere desire to feel every hidden part of me that is legitimately mine. And I say legitimate because part of my current experience is I have memories inside me put there by somebody else. My ancestral memories of suffering to help them lose their own innocence, well-being, health, or happiness is somehow transmitted to me. And here I am holding vast amounts of other people's frozen childhood memories. Now I'm interested in helping them as much as possible and helping myself or anyone else learn how to experience, consolidate, reassimilate or become aware and feel all of these hidden childlike innocent patterns. Now the problem I've had is that all of these feel like feral children in the wild. What I've found is that these memories, they have a little bit of life in them. And that little bit of life is surrounded by a little layer of fear that they are afraid to come out of the shadows. So I realized that I have tens of thousands a little bits or like grains of sand on the beach that are frozen childhood memories of my own that are fearful of coming out of the shadows and being reassimilated because they're afraid. But whenever these unassimilated subtle forms of life are there, they are constantly influencing how life force flows through my body. What I mean by that is they are like pebbles in the river. They create bubbles. All of my collective fears that repel things or attack things or avoid things, they produce biochemical, social, neurological activity and trillions of neurons in my brain or body, acupuncture system, glands and organs all of this is invested in impulses based on the unwillingness of myself to fully experience and return these childlike qualities to my own heart. Wow, look, I know that's a mouthful. What I'm saying is I'm finding that my own unconsolidated memories are cross it over with fear and I call them right now, I call them my feral children. Well, my feral children, wild as they are, hiding in the shadows, they don't want to come home because they're afraid. But in order to feel them, I need to be willing to have a childlike innocence. To feel them, I need to return to 
the same degree of childlike innocence that I'm asking to become. It's very hard. I'm not childlike. I'm not innocent. I'm, you know, I'm not always kind. I'm okay. We can practice, but when it comes to these pearls behind the moon inside my own soul, well, you get the problem. I'm trying to feel them. And now I'm trying to feel them in new ways. So I wanted to explain the pearls behind the moon because now I'm engaging in this coming year of how to reassimilate them and to increase my sensitivity to all of the hidden lost pieces of my own life force, vitality, soul essence. And I want to receive from my ancestors those lines that are truly giving and are intended to be linked to my existence as a soul and a person. I want to respect, have gratitude, thankfulness, compassion, sensitivity for all of the roots of my family tree and bring them into a sensitivity so I can, like the very delicate root hairs of a tree, I can receive and feel the root system of my entire family tree, known or unknown to me, and bring it in while leaving behind what's truly theirs, put there by their own will. Because not everything we do is something given to us by the innocence of our ancestors. Many things have been given to us by the willful misuse of authority, power, feeling, morality, ethics in our ancestors. And the causation or the cause-effect result of that is damaging to my physical, mental, social parameters and it becomes my law of attraction. Unresolved feelings become the law of attraction. The unresolved feelings in my grandparents' childhood and teenage and adult stages have layers of different feelings that are stored inside me and because they're stored inside of me, there's a certain law that's the law of replication, which means if there's something inside my own soul not yet resolved, I will automatically create a social emotional pattern to reconstitute the original type of feelings that created it, which means the law of attraction will perfectly bring to me, minute by minute, hour by hour, sociological, emotional, biochemical impulses, either to perpetuate the pattern through addiction or facade, or to gradually move toward something that's truly of a union. So that's to me why 40 years ago, Pearls Behind the Moon, I went away from it because it was too painful. 
I told my friends that I had given recordings about pearls behind the moon and how to do that, guided tours of how to get there. I asked them to send the cassette tapes back because I didn't want them doing it because it was, it, it produced a lot of pain. Now I'm more willing to do it again in a healthier, cleaner, more dedicated capacity to use divine love to help me reconsolidate and equilibrate what's truly mine out of my family tree while lovingly leave for them to do what's really theirs. Later on, yes, I need to do some form of repentance for everything I've transmitted known or unknown to myself, to them, or to anyone else, globally or otherwise. And then I need to learn how to reconstitute what's there inside of me through a process of gratitude combined with forgiveness. So I'm learning how to feel more. In order to do that, my own sensitivity needs a pretty thorough increase in order to achieve the outcome. So that's kind of where I am. I'm going to do another video about what I'm about to do in the upcoming equinox. The time of this recording is the 13th of the month. The equinox is around the 20th to the 21st, depending on where you live in the world. And I'm interested in riding the cusp of the equinox and utilizing the uh, dynamic equilibrium of the structure of the earth and the timing of the seasons to bring all of these fragments back to me in a gradually increasing way. That's what the next recording is about. Phew. So thank you for being patient with me through this process. I know there's a lot to consider. Take what you can use, leave the rest. I'm not suggesting anything I'm doing is right. Use your own judgment about things, your own intuition, your feeling, your faith, your prayer, and then let's move forward. If you have experiences that you wanna share or you have questions about what I'm saying, feel free to communicate. Thanks for being there.